Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wellness with Dr. Fortunate Cylinder's podcast. This is where we own our wellness journey. In this week's episode, we talk about grieving the loss of a loved one on a Tuesday instead of a Monday because this is the second installment of the grieving series. We've all lost a loved one in the form of a friend, sibling, parent, spouse, child, the list goes on. The pain of losing a loved one is unbearable. I've noted that we experience loss differently because of the bond we had with the loved ones in our lives. For example, if we were very close with our parents or grandparents and happened to lose them, we grieve differently even when we were aware that some were sick. Okay, to cry. Crying does not mean that we are weak. However, it shows that we are human and that we were hurt by something that occurred in our lives. I know we like protecting our loved ones by showing up brave. But in the long run, the trauma of not addressing our feelings can affect those we are trying to protect over a long period when we act out how we feel or sometimes when we experience a breakdown. When I lost my grandmother, it was challenging for me to factor in time to grieve. Just to give you some context, my grandmother passed away during an exam period amid the COVID-19 pandemic when I started as the chair of department. This meant that I couldn't be on leave because it was an examination period. Going on leave meant that we do not prepare for the exams because we had our first exam on the week of her funeral. I'm grateful to Ms. Moleb who scheduled breaks for me to allow the loss of my grandmother to sink in during our long meetings with teaching teams in preparation for the second semester exams. Although I knew that my grandmother was not well, it came as a shock that she was no more. So, allowing myself to experience the shock and to cry was the first step that helped me to cope with the reality that she is no more. I know that with the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot has changed. I hope that we will not allow the changes in our lives to change how we function as human beings. Cry as much as you can and don't put yourself under pressure to heal quickly because grieving the loss of significant others in our lives is not the same. Number two, acknowledge your feelings. You may experience a wide range of emotions from shock, sadness, or anger. Sometimes you may even feel tired or drained. Know that these feelings are normal and it is important to acknowledge when you feel this way. Please talk about how you feel to someone you trust or a health professional when you feel that these emotions are overwhelming. It is also okay if you do not feel like talking, I would recommend that you find ways to express your emotions and thoughts. You may journal, write a song or poem. This will help you cope and get back on track. 
Finally, remember and celebrate the lives of your loved ones. Healing from the loss of a loved one does not mean that we will forget about them. We may consider keeping the memory of our loved ones as an essential part of us. This is because their memories, for example, their counsel, may be necessary for defining who we are. Remember, it is up to you to choose what you do with the memory of your loved ones, as long as it allows you to honor that unique relationship you had with them in a way that feels right to you. We recently had Mother's Day, and I would like to take this opportunity to say to all of you who lost their mothers, your children, those who have strained relationships with their mothers or their children, you are in my thoughts. I wish you strength and wisdom to deal with the loss of your mothers or children. To those of you with strained relationships with your mothers or children, I understand how much it bothers you that you are unable to reach out to your loved ones. I wish you strength. We've come to the end of our podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this week's second installment of the Grieving Series. Have yourselves a great week. Thank you.